The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 10th of December. In your Squiz today, 125,000 people take part in violent protests across France. The final news poll of the year? Yemen peace talks continue in Sweden and the Grammys. This is your Squiz today. The Yellow Vest movement started as a protest against a carbon tax on fuel, but as momentum has grown over the past few weeks, it's now an anti-government demonstration directed at President Macron, Claire. And the protests on the weekend were very violent again. About 125,000 protesters nationwide were out and about. Uh, More than a 1,000 of those have ended up in custody. It's interesting to see uh, close to 90,000 police um, turned out to try and monitor those demonstrations. And uh, what happened, though, on the weekend, which was quite interesting, is Donald Trump, the US president, sent out a few tweets basically saying it was a rejection of climate change mitigation. And there's then been quite a bit of debate about, well, hang on, is there a bit of a movement on about um, the what happened in the Paris Climate Agreement and all those sorts of things that now need to be legislated and actually forced through into action. So that's been quite an interesting one. What did Emmanuel Macron say? He has said that, well, basically he hasn't said a lot. He's sent out other government members um, to try and right. deal with it. He's sort of tucked in behind others. But um, he's saying that, of course, he's he's representing all sorts of interests, not just the elite, which is what he's been accused of doing. This feeds into, though, a big conference that's happening right at the moment. And our Environment Minister, Melissa Price, is just about to enter those talks. It's the COP, the COP24 summit. Um, that's looking at exactly this question about enforcing the Paris Climate Agreement goals. And it's going to be a big week there. Yeah, that's happening in Poland. Back here in Australia, there's been an update on the murder of Toya Cordingley, who was killed on a far north Queensland beach back in October. Yeah, and uh, update that police weren't all that happy um, to be making, uh, although they haven't yeah. said a, a whole lot. On Saturday night, Channel 7 News ran a story that a male Indian nurse was the key suspect uh, and that he had fled uh, to India the day after the attack, leaving behind his family in Innisfail. Um, and then a big story appeared in the Sunday Mail, which is the News Corp Sunday paper in in Brisbane. Uh, Police yesterday said that actually they really didn't want that information in the open, that it could jeopardise the investigation. They really didn't have much more to add. Um, Toya's family, though, uh, although Channel 7 said that the family had been informed of developments, said yesterday that they hadn't, so it's pretty messy. Yeah, sure is. Uh, The results of news polls are in. It's bruising for Scott Morrison with the coalition's primary vote at 35%. Yeah, speaking of messy, uh, it's the last news poll. I guess that's the only really good news for Scott Morrison. Silver lining. The last news poll of the year. Um, And no, the the week hasn't got off to a good start after a bruising couple of weeks. Um, Yes, the primary vote, 35-41 to Labor, that's devastatingly low for the coalition. When it comes to the two-party preferred numbers, the coalition remains on 45 to 55, which is a very big gap for them to try and make big up gap. when they head into an election year. Uh, and Scott Morrison has actually dropped a couple of points in the preferred Prime Minister stakes. Uh, he still leads Bill Shorten 44 to 36, but interesting that that, um, that gap is closing too. Yeah. 
In the US, Donald Trump is on the hunt for a new chief of staff. He is, and speculation is that um, a guy called Nick Ayres, who's just 36, um, you know, which when you're my age sounds very, very young. Uh (laughs) Well, the the job of Chief of Staff is regarded as the highest-ranking non-elected role in the White House, so that's a big job. Yeah, not just the White House. I mean, you're looking at the world, really. It's such a powerful position. Yes, um, Mm. retired General John Kelly, who has been leading um, the White House staff, um, for a few months, um, he might have even made it to a year, I think. Um, he uh, was announced yesterday by Trump that he's leaving the White House. Um, reports say that he had a bit of a political tin ear uh, and that has kept him on the outer with Trump for several months and particularly they're focused on getting the operation up and running to contest the 2020 presidential election, so it's time for him to go. Right. Uh, The UN's been holding peace talks between rebel delegates and government officials in Sweden, Claire, on the Yemen crisis. Yeah, there's lots of big talks going on in the world at the moment. And these talks in Sweden um, are really been drawing quite a bit of focus. It's been um, what is called the, the biggest humanitarian disaster in the world right now. Um, 22 million of Yemen's 29 million population need aid at the moment. Um, Millions of kids uh, in famine conditions. And it's been a couple of years since they've had any meaningful talks and it sounds like they're taking baby steps. Um, Certainly those who are running the talks from the UN are saying that the chances of progress towards a political settlement are actually quite small, but they're just talking about things like reopening airports, which would be important to getting food and supplies back into a, a big portion of the population. It's the start of the best of the year list. So we have a link in the email to YouTube's top 10 videos of the year and also CNN's pictures of the year. Plus Grammy nominations are out, Claire. Yep, Grammy nominations are out. It seems that um, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Post Malone, Cardi B, Lady Gaga, all the big songs from the year have popped up for uh, award gongs. Um, Taylor Swift, though, with her reputation and um, album didn't get much of a uh, result, Kate. Didn't get a look no, in. No, yeah. you'd be sad about that. Ah, oh, it's all right. There's always a bit of controversy. Uh, on the Grammys, what's the subject line? Uh, it's the Bob Marley song, Get Up, Stand Up. And that has to do, of course, there's a very strong theme of human rights in the email today with um, various things happening. Mm, yeah, but is. also, um, quite coincidentally to that, it's the UN uh, Human Rights Day. It's the 70th anniversary of the adoption of um, their big human rights platform. So right. there you go. It all seems to come together today. Some days it just works. Congratulations to Mark Baller, who won the giveaway from last week. If you have a read of the email every day this week, we've got another Seller Masters voucher to give away. It's that time of the year. Thanks so much for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. Have a great Monday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.